Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Everyone's clapping for us. It's our audience. Can you hear them? I've never heard that before. We had it last week, too. Oh, we did? Yeah, we did have it last week. You were getting us up and running. I was... I was out of control. Now I'm in control. Now you're in control. We have Melissa Wallace with us this evening, as well as Mary Baker. Hello, ladies. Hello. 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 And we have our agent spotlight here with us tonight. Hello, Laurie Rini. Hello. The joys of uh, being in the office, and we say you're going to be the agent spotlight today. Yes. (laughs) Put me on the spot. Yes, absolutely. No, best things happen on the fly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. I I feel like we're a little echoey. How are we sounding there, Ben? So far, so good. We got a little echo, but, you know, we'll work it out as we go along. All right, that sounds great. Well, thank you so much. Ben is in the studio. Uh, We are live in the house here today over at our new listing. I mean, our new listing. Our (laughs) new location. Our new location here in Pembroke, right across the street from um, Stop and Shop, right in Pembroke Center. So if you are in the area and you want to see how we do our show live right here uh, in-house, you can uh, swing on by and see us. And uh, Ben is at the studio. 781-837-4900 is the number there. So if you have any questions regarding real estate and you want to uh, talk to us about that, then all that noise you hear is Laurie. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, the culprit. So, yeah, just yep. so you know. Adjusting the microphone. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Ben, did you get our nice agenda? Do you like it? Doesn't it look like we're really organized tonight? I did. It's exactly what I would hope it would look like. So I can say that my (laughs) dreams have been fulfilled today. So thank you for that. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Uh, We're also on Facebook Live. So if you want to see us here, you can see what we all look like. It looks like we have a bunch of people who are tuning in. So you can go to facebook.com forward slash 
uh, Sharon Costa McNamara. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just your become, personal page. Yeah, it's my personal page. Become my friend, and then you can uh, be on there. We'll switch that over at some point too. But I think we try and share it on our personal pages too sometimes. Yeah, I think we do actually. So tonight um, we are going to be talking about protecting your deposits. This one makes me hot. It's a nervous <laughs> one. <laughs> I know it's a little toasty in here today. Yeah, it is. I, I want to feel like I want to open up this window behind me because I'm about to pass out. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> all for the love. The show must go on. The show must go on. <laughs> yeah. Hey Ben, let's digress a little bit more. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. You know, dealing with the traffic in and out local areas. But uh, mm. you know, as uh, as it was, it was a good weekend. Just looking forward to a good rest of the week. Yeah, I was really excited. So so this would be your prompt to ask me what I did, so I'll tell you. <laughs> I <laughs> went to Boston. Um, we have a boat, and we went into Boston on the boat to celebrate our anniversary, and we do that every year. And we just had our 27th wedding anniversary, so, um, you know, happy, happy anniversary to Mr. Mark McNamara. Congratulations. Uh, 27 years. Yeah. Every year we have like a summer song and I get like a wooden plaque made for him. So this year it was Never Leave, I Love You, Left Unsaid. So um, I had somebody make that for me. Anyways, she makes um, little signs. They're so cute. Yeah, but it was nice. So we went in Thursday night for our anniversary. We They had fireworks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mark, you planned that just for me. <laughs> right, literally right in front of the boat. They were amazing. And then Friday, um, what did we do Friday? I don't remember what Friday was. But then Saturday we went to the concert. Mm -hmm. And we went to see Zach Brown right on, you know, oh, Fenway. Fenway, yeah. You know what happened Friday? They had, was it Friday they had that stupid parade? No. It that was, was Saturday. Saturday. That was like state trooper helicopter hovering right over Ooh. and all kinds of Channel 5 stuff. It was crazy out there. But speaking of crazy, hopefully it isn't too crazy with everybody back to school and back to work this week. Lisa, how's it looking out there? Well, Sharon, uh, first happy anniversary to you. Thank and you uh, Route 3 South is at a standstill through Braintree with the crash after Union Street. You're still dealing with the crash at 1233 State Road in Plymouth, affecting traffic in both directions by the crash scene. The expressway southbound is a grind from the tunnel down through Savin Hill. You get some running room, but you're back in it. From Squanum Street to the split, northbound's jam from Granite Ave, up past Naponset Circle. Then more delays approaching the tunnel. The Sagamore and the Bourne are both delay-free in Route 24 South. That's slow going from 128 down through Brockton from an earlier crash. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Amazon is hiring full-time team warehouse members in Nashua, Milford, and the Boston area with benefits starting day one. Learn more and apply at Amazon.com slash Boston Jobs. Amazon's an equal opportunity employer. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. Talk Real Estate continues on WATD. Now, let's connect with this week's Boston Connect Real Estate's Weekly Agent Spotlight. Spotlight. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, Melissa Wallace, and Mary Baker. <laughs> and tonight we have the one, the only, Lori Reaney. Lori. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Yay, Lori Reaney's in 
the house. Laurie Reaney. Laurie Reaney is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She does have her broker's license, correct? That's correct. Yes, yes. Laurie and I have worked together for quite a few years, but mm-hmm. um, but we wanted to have you back on the show to reintroduce yourself to all of our listeners now that we have a very fun and vibrant show now here at the you I know the homestead. Been fun. <laughs> the, the homestead mm-hmm. over here. So, um, Laurie, why don't you? Tell our listeners how long you've been in the business, how long you've been at Boston Connect Real Estate, what you do here for us and our agents, um, Mm -hmm. the whole shebang. Okay. Well, I have been here at Boston Connect Real Estate for four years. Mm -hmm. I've been in the business for almost 22 years, which is crazy. Wow. So you've seen some ups and downs. I've seen a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Statistically, probably two, because it goes every 10 years. (laughs) You're correct. Yeah. (laughs) So when you say a lot, there's a couple. Well, a couple, but then that would be both ways. So four. A quadruple. She's seen it go up. She's seen it come down. She's seen it go up. She's seen it come down. Yep. Yeah. Well, right now you're on an up. We're on an up. Mm -hmm. On an up. Mm, Preparing for a down. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's great here at Boston Connect. I work full-time real estate as well as I um, teach, mentor Mm. all the newbies and help the seasoned agents in goal setting, which has been really fun for me Mm -hmm. to see people achieve their goals and try and help them organize their day and actions to get more leads and close more deals. So it's been fun. It's, it's been good for us to see a lot of, um, you know, the seasoned agents and the newbies as Mm -hmm. we call, um, come through here and and the level of excitement and the willing to learn and and wanting it for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's great to see. Um, so you have, you know, those meetings once a week here in the office and you sort of just go over, you know, this is what we're going to tackle this yep. week. Tackle it Tuesdays. Tackle it Tuesdays. That's right. Uh, although now we call it Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. One of our agents. Tackle it with tacos. Yeah. Tuesday. Tackle it with tacos. Ooh, I like tacos. Wouldn't that be fun? Mm-hmm. Fish tacos. Taco breakfast. Turkey tacos. <laughs> yeah. But our mentees we have now are really fun and very motivated. Mm-hmm. So it's fun for me, for them mm-hmm. to really start to have business well, and I think close the deals. accountability aspect of Tackle It Tuesdays and making sure that people are setting expect or people are holding you accountable for the expectations that you're setting for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I would feel really bad if Lori called me and was like, Mary, what are you doing? <laughs> what did you what work you, on your business today? Yeah. Yeah. What did you work on your business today? Yeah. All I'm asking for <laughs> is two Lori, hours. I'm so sorry. I'll do, it, I'll do it next week. And that's okay. We have good weeks and bad weeks and the good weeks we hope outweigh the bad, yeah. you know? It's well, all good. it is the industry is, you know, it, it's just really difficult being a real estate agent in, you know what I mean? It just, it is difficult, but I feel as if the agents at Boston Connect Real Estate are in such a better place because they have you to lean in on. Mm. I mean, they have all of us to lean in on at any point. Um, so I think it's great. I mean, because you have just, you know, 22 years. Is that what you said? 22 years. 22 years Only of experience. 22 years. Only 22. 22. Another 22 to go. Mm. No. No. <laughs> no, you don't want that. Yeah, I don't no. think I'll be here. No. So, um, no. So what do you have going on in your business? I mean, not only do you do everything that you do for Boston Connect Real Estate and our agents, but you also have your own business mm-hmm. that you're very into. And today you just got a couple phone calls for new things coming on the market. Yep. So that's exciting. But what else do you have going on? Well, I have one listing and I just got a price break on it. 30 Cinnamon Ridge in Middleborough. It's down to three ninety I'm going to be having open house there Saturday and Sunday from noon to 2. Because you're not going to the Bahamas. Because I'm not going to Hilton Head. Oh, Hilton Head. It, Same thing. Well, in the line of the storm. Well, yeah. Dorian made it a little hard. A mm-hmm. little. Just yeah. a bit. 
closed down yeah. airports, hotels are evacuating. It's yeah. scary. It's I, it makes me sick. Yes. I'm really scared for them. I am too, yeah. Um, but that's okay. I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just put on my happy face and work the weekend away. Mm -hmm. But this colonial is awesome. It's in a cul-de-sac location on about a half acre lot, very private, beautifully landscaped. Um, it's seven rooms, three bedrooms, two and a half baths, cathedral ceiling master with a cathedral ceiling ensuite. It has all the bells and whistles. It has central air, it, it, central vac. It's, it's great. Mm -hmm. So please feel free to come visit me because I'll be there. What's the address again? And what time will you be there for your open house? 30 Cinnamon Ridge Circle in Middleborough. Mm -hmm. And I will be there both Saturday and Sunday from noon to two. Great. Yep. Awesome. That's great. I know that there was another house in that neighborhood that was on the market too, but it was on for a lot more. So right. this, this is, is a great like opportunity a yeah, for it's, people. Yeah. That house is in the low f mid fives. Yeah. So this is really, it's a great, something. it's a great buy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If Which people can't make it to your open house on Sunday and they wanted to just have a private showing because you can have a private showing, right? Right. That's right. Yeah. How would they get in touch with you? They can call me at 781-264-2707. Mm -hmm. Or you can email me at laurie at bostonconnect.com. Perfect. And you're L-A-U-R-I-E -E at bostonconnect.com. Yep. All right. Perfect. Any other updates that you want to give us about the house or anything in general? Um, just it's, it's a beautiful home. Mm -hmm. I really can't say enough about it. Everybody mm -hmm. that has seen it, it's all been positive as far as the amenities and the and mm -hmm. the. the, the they take such great care, mm -hmm. you know. And I do feel like more we see more and more buyers. It's like, you know, we see people, you know, Boston Connect Real Estate. We're connecting Boston to the South Shore and the South Coast through real estate, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, like people were slowly getting into Pembroke. And then now Pembroke has a very, down. yeah, now it's trickling out because, you know, our new homes here are in the high sixes and everything. So mm -hmm. people are sort of trickling a little bit further and further south. So mm -hmm. I think that that's a great price point for people to get such a nice house. So. It's great, and it's only 10 minutes to 495, and it's mm. about 20 minutes to the commuter commuter rail. Oh. So it's a good location for yeah. those people that might be traveling into Boston or off 495 mm -hmm. for work. And you said it was a half acre land? Half acre lot. Which is great because I feel like sometimes too much land is overwhelming overwhelming, yeah. and people just don't want to be doing most of the time we're seeing, you know, both husband and wife, if it is a family situation like that, both of them are working. So weekends, they want to be with the kids or they want to be doing something or maybe they're an older generation and mm -hmm. they don't want to be doing that anymore. I don't mm -hmm. think, that's why I think, do you see how many Lawn, landscaping trucks are out it's on the road? Insane. I think it's because nobody wants to do it themselves anymore because I feel like life is getting to that place again where life should be simple mm -hmm. and not mowing your own lawn. That's right. <laughs> Although I like, I like to do yard work. I don't Mm. I, well, a lot of people find it very peaceful. I mm. bought bombs for the office. So High five. That was we good. Go. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, one of them. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, well, so, all right. Well, great. Well, if you wanted to uh, get in touch with Laurie, if you have any questions, if you'd like a one-on-one -on -one consultation with her, Laurie is uh, definitely from the area. She lives in Marshfield now. She lived in Duxbury her whole life, mm -hmm. grew up in that whole area. So definitely has a good handle on the South Shore and water communities in particular. That's right. right. Because you have always been um, included in those areas. Um, people can get in touch with you again at Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at bostonconnect.com. Or your cell phone number again is 
781-264-2707. One more time. 781-264-2707. Perfect. And if you need that information, you can always go on to bostonconnect.com. You can go underneath where our agents are and you will be able to find a full profile on Laurie uh, so you can learn more about her. And she's generally hanging out in the office too. So if you want to pop on by and say hello, you can do that or call us at the office, 781-826-8000. Laurie, I know you wanted to sort of skedaddle, right? You have Thank something you. to do? <laughs> yes. Okay. I need to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being our agent spotlight. And we are so grateful that you are part of the Boston Connect family. Thank you. Same. And I love your slippers. We all have our slippers yes. on tonight with the Boston Connect logo <laughs> on. Do. for power later. Boy, they're so cozy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wearing mine all day, not just for this show. Okay. No. Yeah. So if you want a pair of slippers, you'll have to come over and see us. Mm. So I see that Rob might be watching the show. We'll have to bring Rob a pair of slippers. And Ben, Ben, we won't forget you. I was going to say, I always need a good pair of slippies. <laughs> no. We should get blankies too. Blankies. There you go. Oh, oh, this is don't even play like that. Sweat. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sit by the fireplace. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we will not get any work done. I know. People. Well, we've we'll been working. We work on the de- we work when we're on the deck. We work when we're out on the porch. We had some we're, serious working out on the porch today. Yeah, we did. Clients just come up and take a seat on the rocking chair. We're like, you want to go into the office? No, I'm comfortable here. I was like, well, so are we. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, so. All right, Laurie, thanks so much. Thank and you have guys. fun food shopping and say hello to your handsome husband for us. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. All right, bye. bye, Laura. So again, that was Laurie Reaney, and she was our agent spotlight for this week at Boston Connect. We call it our BCRE Weekly, and uh, she is one of the best of the best. I've known Laurie for um, a good majority of those 22 years that she's been in this business. So um, I'm fortunate and grateful for that. So Mary, you want to let all of our listeners know what our topic is going to be about tonight? So we are talking something really, really important, uh, protecting your deposit and the importance of staying on top of your contingencies and deadlines. Mm -hmm. That is certainly something that our team takes very seriously, as I think any professional real estate um, Mm -hmm. agent and realtor in this market definitely does as Mm -hmm. well. Um, It's whenever there's a real estate transaction, there's a sum of money that is going down coming from buyer to really um, listing broker, but mm-hmm. it's going towards the purchase of the house. So buyers mm-hmm. want to be able to feel like that money is protected and we're doing everything possible to make sure that um, they never risk losing it. Yeah. I do think that that's a big part of, you know, what, you know, we always say that we take this seriously, obviously. I mean, purchasing a home or selling a home is the biggest financial investment that generally most people are Mm -hmm. going to be doing in their lifetime. And I know when Mark and I first got engaged back in 1992, we got engaged in April and married in August. We actually put money down on the land. That's so quick. It was quick. Well, and here's the reason why. I mean, maybe I'm a little old fashioned. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but we put this money down on this house that was supposed to be built and we didn't want to live. Well, he may have wanted to, but I didn't want to live with each other until we were married. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was 24 back then. I mean, that was 27 years ago. I mean, it was different, you know. Maybe I should have been born in, like, the 50s or something. Anyways, 
So I digress. But we, we gave this builder $13,000. And by we, I mean Mark, because he had the money and mm-hmm. I had none. And the builder basically didn't own the land. I didn't know that I was supposed to have an attorney for any of this. I didn't have a buyer's agent, didn't even know what one was. Basically saw a little sign on a street in Pembroke, and that's how we found the land. And called the number. Called the phone number. And, you know, it was this guy in Marshfield that, you know, did us over because we didn't have any protection. Yeah. And we had, you know, the wedding was already planned and all the invitations were out. So we ended up living with our in-laws, my in-laws for a few months, which honestly, in hindsight, was like probably the best experience, mm-hmm. you know, living with Nana and Papa. Um, it was fun because they would always have tea time. Mark <laughs> would work on Saturdays and I would have tea time with them at 12 o'clock and tea was not tea. It was a like sombrero or something, a white Russian. Oh, <laughs> white Russian. <laughs> yeah. Play some cards. Played cards. That's yep. what we used to do. But I think when that experience happened to us, you know, it took us several months to save everything we had. I mean, I sold suits to consignment shops. I remember one of my bosses had given me a little coach wristlet. I didn't even know what coach was. I sold that to a consignment shop. We rolled pennies. Mark had like a tire rim and he sold that like anything and everything we could do we saved five thousand dollars and that's what we ended up purchasing our second house with was that's how much money we had to put together so um you know and now it's become your forever house yeah and i've been in the same house now since 1992 we paid 137.5 for our house so um we never went up in size uh, which was great because now the kids are gone and we don't need to like right size so but I've always been very, when I got into real estate, I was always worried that, am I going to be the reason why somebody could lose Mm -hmm. their money or their deposit? Mm -hmm. And I took many, many classes on, you know, um, just on real estate in general, not just getting your license because honestly, anybody can get their license. It's, it's not a very difficult field to get into. It's, it's very, it should be more difficult. It should (laughs) 100%. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read that like Massachusetts has like one of the lowest uh, most like, lenient uh, most lenient um, to get entry get, levels um, license and like we have to do forty hours but mm-hmm. that's like the least amount of hours for. Yeah. Um, like most states. Yeah, and think about the amount of money that you're holding and handling and like consulting people on. So I went ahead and before I really wanted to really sell real estate, I did um, my, I got my GRI, which is Graduate Real Estate Institute. And only 11% of real estate agents in Massachusetts have that. And I never really even talk about it, Mm -hmm. but it was a bunch of extra classes that you take. And it just, you know, the stories that you hear from the attorneys and, you know, the professor, not professors, but teachers who were teaching these classes you get little tidbits and Uh I just felt like it made me a stronger agent so tonight's topic is about protecting those deposits and how important it is so did you guys see my nice agenda oh my gosh this is the most amazing thing that I've seen yeah I love it. Key points. You all have knowledge on this. (laughs) (laughs) The the vote of confidence is really there. So the first question is, as a buyer client, and Ben, you're you're on the other line, and I know last week you said um, that you actually, you live in a condo. Did you buy a condo or do you rent? Was that to me? Yes. Yeah. I rent. Okay. All right. So you don't purchase. So this is good information because one day you may purchase. So... Um, as a buyer client, when do you give the deposits? So who wants to marry? Do you want to discuss this? Because you're working with the buyers a lot. Okay. Okay. Um, so 
there's two different stages um, when you're purchasing a property. With the offer, you would be giving a sum. So when the offer is accepted, and by accepted, that means both buyer and seller have signed the offer and um, you've agreed on all terms, then we are expected to hand over a sum of money. Uh Um, There's no standard, really. There's no requirement for what that, I should say there's no requirement for what that sum of money is. Don't go ahead of our schedule. Yeah, don't go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay, so just sticking (laughs) to the question. (laughs) Just sticking to the question, not elaborating, staying on topic. Mm -hmm. You give a sum of money with um, the acceptance of the offer and an additional sum when you sign purchase and sales agreement, which is typically... 10 to 12 days after the offer. And I think that really the deposit that you're giving is when you write that offer, not necessarily, it's deposited once it's accepted, mm-hmm. but the, the the first deposit is given with the offer to purchase. So there's two different um, stages or two different um, marks in the offer. You can either give it upon giving mm-hmm. the offer or upon receipt of written appro- written acceptance. Mm-hmm. So I always tend to check off upon written acceptance. So you don't have to give the check to the other person and meet up with them because that's well, what we were supposed to do before. Well, I think a lot of times, when especially when we're in multiple offer situations, it's very quick. Mm-hmm. Like we, we have to make decisions really quickly. Mm-hmm. So having the client run around to be able to get you a check and write it out. And I don't mm-hmm. think most clients are going to leave you with a signed check and be like, hey, just like fill it out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people are working and we're doing this during working hours. You mm-hmm. know, contingency deadlines are 12 o'clock on a Monday. Yep. It can be hard to have that in hand. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's I, what I tend to do. Yeah. And I sort of like it. Don't you have them make a copy of the check? Yeah. Though? Yeah. So yeah. you're having them make a copy of the check just to show them, show the seller that, hey, this you know person has a bank account yes. with money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just as someone who looks at all of our um, offers that come in on our listings, especially when we're ex- expecting multiple offers, you know, not every offer that we receive has a copy of the check. But it's almost it's almost like you you should mm-hmm. give a copy of the check because you're completing your package. Yep. You're you're saying I really want this house. I've already written out the check. I know a lot of people don't like to write checks and. Um, a lot of people don't know how to write checks. Yeah, <laughs> I've noticed. A lot of people don't even have checks. They don't so. even have checkbook checking mm-hmm. accounts or anything like that. But um, but it's it's just it sort of not puts you ahead, but like makes you look that much more, more put together and put prepared, mm-hmm. and you and you want it. Um, that's just something that I notice when we get some offers in. Mm-hmm. Um, how much is the deposit for? Generally, is it back to me? (laughs) Is it? it, So go ahead, talk about it. Oh well, you didn't talk about the second deposit. I did. Oh yeah, it's put down with purchase and sales agreement. Mm -hmm. When you sign purchase and sales agreement. Okay. That one. So it going back. That one, I believe the buyer should hand over the second deposit check when they sign the purchase and sales agreement. Mm -hmm. That's a requirement. That's not. I'm gonna withhold my check until I get a signed um, purchase and sale from the seller Mm because. Why are they going to sign the purchase and sale? There, there's there's different schools of thought, but why are they going to sign the purchase and sales if the buyer isn't going to give them the check? Yeah, well, if you don't have that money there, it doesn't appear seem, out of thin air. Yeah, well, it doesn't feel like, you know, the reason why you're giving that money is so you can show that you, you, you know, you are into this 
Yeah. You're serious. Yeah, exactly. You There's a word that I'm thinking game. of, but I can't think of it. The um, It starts with a C, and you are giving, I'll think Consideration. Of it. Yeah, your consideration. consideration. So that is your consideration to make the offer and to make the purchase and sales agreement whole. You need that money. Mm-hmm. So I know that recently, in a lot of times, we give our little own you know, stories. Tidbits. That ha- <laughs> yeah, tidbits and little things that really real-life stories that have happened to us. We did recently, just a couple months ago, we did have a buyer client that was ours, didn't want to give the check until the seller signed the purchase and sales agreement. Well, the seller isn't going to sign the purchase and sales agreement until the buyer signs the purchase and sales agreement and gives over the check. Do you remember that whole thing? I mean, I know there have been times when I am, I know Friday night I was meeting an agent in Duxbury at 1030 at night. I remember that. Yep, you called me. I remember Mm -hmm. that. 10.30 10.30 at night, and that's what you have to do. I have to get, you know, we have to make sure that these checks are done and the deadlines are, are met because that's when your money becomes mm. in jeopardy. And you shouldn't be mailing anything. I mean, mm. it, the po- I'm sorry, but the post office is just unreliable. Well, our, our lady is very good. Yes. A little shout out to Cindy. She does a great job. <laughs> she is very good. She's very good. But, you know, every once in a while you get there's a very mistakes. important check that gets lost in the mail. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hoops and obstacles that you have to go through when you're canceling a check or you're doing this and doing that because, you know, you're... you're well, yeah. And I, I just think that, I'm sorry that I cut you off. This is a couple of things that I think are so important is when you hire a full-time real estate agent, right? So there's three of us on our team, right? And just selling real estate, you know, it is so important that, I know, Mary, you do a lot of the running around and I'll be like, where are you going? Oh, I'm shooting off to Weymouth to pick up a check or I'm shooting down to Plymouth to drop off a check. But you have to be willing to do those. I mean, you're able to do those things yeah. because Melissa's doing something, making the postcards or doing the flyers and I'm doing a CMA or I'm meeting with sellers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to be able to, I think it's really important when you hire a full-time real estate agent. Wow, they're racing by out there. <laughs> um, you know, that you have that, those are the things that, those are the services we provide. Yeah. The added value is, is okay, we'll meet you. I've met people in Cambridge and Boston and, we had a closing where I was meeting one of our clients in Braintree. You just happened to say, hey, I'm going to Quincy already tomorrow. Let yeah. me drop it off. You know, so those those things are very, very important when we're doing it's flexibility. that. Flexibility. Exactly. So um, the amount of the check, the, did we talk about that? No. What was, is that the question? So... Now, yeah. now I can now I can jump now I can answer. But um, let me just one real quick. You are listening to Talk Real Estate here on WATD at ninety five point nine. You can see us live on Facebook, so you can go to facebook.com forward slash Sharon Costa McNamara. You can see us. We're in the house in our in house studio here that we have all set up, and you can also call the studio because Ben is at the radio studio waiting your call, 781-837-4900. Any question, it doesn't have to be about this topic. And if you just want to say hello, and if you're in the area of Pembroke Center near 19 Mattachusa Street, across the street from Stop and Chop and next to Shepherd's Funeral Home, feel free to stop on in. We'll put you on the radio. You can say hello. And check that out our new That is quite stuff. an invitation. Right? Ooh, isn't it? Yes. I, I don't hear anybody else policy. making offers like that. <laughs> I know. Please bring some treats. <laughs> now <laughs> we're talking. Treats. Carrots. Exactly. So now, uh, how much are the deposits, Mary? Um, So there is no requirement, but Mm -hmm. traditionally we see $1,000 down with the offer. Um, 
or sometimes we might see a little bit more depending on if we are in a multiple offer situation. Sometimes buyers want to express how badly they want the house mm-hmm. by putting maybe 2000 or 2500 down. Yeah. Um, I think a highest I've seen is like five, 5,000. Yeah. We've um, seen that in multiple offer situations. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes we've seen less. You know, sometimes people Absolutely. can't afford to put, you know, mm-hmm. a lot down. You know, if you're going for a VA loan, you might put a five hundred dollars mm-hmm. down or anything like that. So we, we've we've seen it. Yeah. But well, generally with the first deposit, like I said, I think the thousand dollars is just the consideration. Like I'm interested in your home. I think when we have the multiple offer situation and we see people with, you know, up to two, three, four, five, I think that they're saying, hey, we're willing to put this much money on the line to let you know how serious we are about this house. Yeah, like we're, we're not certainly gonna not going to yeah, we're not going to walk away from $5,000 mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about different scenarios of how people could potentially lose their deposit money. None of our clients have never nope. will. No. Nope. <laughs> no never one's will. at the door. That's just a wood door that we're, that's just, we're just a wood a, table. <laughs> we're just knocking on wood. Yeah. Um and then with the second deposit, typically it's we base it off of usually what type of financing. Um, So if you want your offer to be stronger, the more money you put down with the purchase and sale, the stronger the offer is considered by the seller and the seller's agent. So anywhere from, if you're, if you're, um, doing an FHA loan, you might do three and a half percent. I know Jasmine, Jasmine is watching too. So sometimes Jasmine might want to Yeah, she sometimes calls in and she gives her her insight too on the money aspect of things and what people are putting down. Mm -hmm. So, well, and there are different types of loans. Did I just cut you off? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I'm so comfortable in these slippers. I actually want to go. So warm. I think that's why we all just like melted for a second. Because our feet can't breathe. They're so warm. I'm walking on pillows in here. Making me jealous about the slippies again, ladies. (laughs) Sorry about that. This is why we we have our in-house studio so we can be nice. Super comfy, comfy yeah. yeah. But with the different loans, mm-hmm. there are different amounts. So with VA, I mean, you can get up to 100% financing. But sometimes people who are doing a VA loan, they are able to put more money down. They're just waiting to get. What they'll do is at the time of closing, they'll get that money yeah. back. So they put that money down, and sometimes they can get a gift, gift of whatever, not a gift of equity. That's something different. Yeah. Um, we can talk about that another day. Um, so what are some of the the amounts that we see? 3%. So three. if somebody's buying a house for $300,000, I don't know if anyone has a calculator. Not handy. Not Definitely <laughs> not handy, but 3%, 3.5%. Mm-hmm. Um, traditionally, 5%. Our kind of rule of thumb is yeah. that we put no more than 5% down at yeah. purchase and sale unless there were some type of extenuating circumstances. And that mm-hmm. is because we are so committed to protecting as yeah. much of the buyer's funds as we can have, um, or as much have as much control over it as we can. Because if we were to mutually decide to release, um, and it takes a little bit of time to get your money back, mm-hmm. we want you to still have assets that are liquid and be 9, able 000, to move on. According okay, to good. Jasmine. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine is our calculator. Thank you, Jazz. I've um, learned not to pull out my phone because it makes our, our oh, yeah, stuff staticky. staticky. Something's wrong with my phone. But um, the other thing that I was thinking about was um, with the amount that people are putting down and where was I going with this? Oh, I can always tell because, you know, when I'm looking at our offers on our listings, I can always tell an agent who isn't... Um, 
probably maybe a green agent because mm-hmm. they put like I and sometimes one do you remember one time we saw like a hundred thousand dollars or something we like, held a hundred thousand dollar deposit yeah on a four hundred thousand dollar house once I know and I thought oh my goodness if you meet if you miss one date you are going to potentially lose a hundred thousand dollars for your client like I was my heart was pounding through that whole mm-hmm. process I one hundred percent agree <laughs> oh my goodness so this is what keeps us up at night <laughs> I know but the five percent I think is a nice healthy number mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. shows hey I'm willing to put five percent down and that money then goes towards your finance like t- your towards debt. the purchase of the house yeah whatever your down payment is mm-hmm. so I think that's a common misconception when people are thinking deposits and mm. just like as a side note people think that when you put down um, deposit money mm-hmm. it's in addition to your down payment mm-hmm. when in reality it's applicable to your down payment exactly yeah. And two, I don't think, and I think I might be stepping ahead of myself a little bit here, oh, but I, I not won't. allowed. I won't. <laughs> I just not stopped. Allowed. I just stopped myself. Um, but I think that sometimes people will actually do a lump sum and they'll be like, oh, well here, like, you know, I'll give a thousand dollars. Oh, and again, that 5% would include your $1,000 deposit if you did a thousand dollars. So you would figure out whatever. If it's 25,000, f- it's less the thousand you've exactly. already given. So a thousand and 24,000. Mm-hmm. And making a total of 25. Mm. Um, yeah, so that would give us the total of that. Did we go off? I wonder. Mm. Live video has stopped, it seems. Yeah. So, um, okay, so Mel, when is it cashed? Mm. When are the deposits cashed? This is, cashed? Your, this is your, my job. This is your job. <laughs> my job to cash the checks here. <laughs> um, so typically, well, not typically, but um, as soon as the offer, at least, gets signed by both the um, buyer and the seller, um, we should have that check in hand. Once the agent has a check in hand, they bring it straight here to me. They fill out their paperwork to have it um, to have it deposited. And as soon as I can see um, a copy of the signed um, agreement, I deposit it right into our escrow account. And our escrow account is a non-interest bearing escrow account. That's what it what it has to be. Uh, we can't make any money off of other people's money. Um, that's not right. So we have it in a non-bearing, uh, non-interest bearing um, account. So um, then once a purchase and sales gets um, signed, we should have the check in hand once the buyer signs it. Um, once we get the check here in our office, again, same process, our agents fill out a little f- internal form that we have um, and we deposit immediately. I get anxiety when there's checks here <laughs> that, that, ha- that have no paperwork. That, that have no paperwork. Um, I typically know when a check is coming and I know who's dropping it off or I know which property it's for. Um, and just a little tip, very important to put the address in the memo of the check <laughs> because that's very helpful um, for anybody who's mm-hmm. going to be handling that check. But um, but as soon as we get it and as soon as paperwork is signed, I deposit it. I'm very, uh, very strict about that. So. I, um, even if, if something might be falling apart, you never know. We want to be able to get that money in the bank as soon as possible, possible. um, just so we can sort of jump through hoops and, and not have any, um, not have any 
you're distracting me. I'm sorry. And it, and it <laughs> will. So I'm just sitting here. <laughs> sorry for breathing. <laughs> Something important to note too for buyers is that those funds will clear your account. So yes. when when we say it's going to be cashed, it will. It will. Yeah. Be cashed. And if um, that if those funds aren't good, I'm always surprised simple. when people don't know that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Think I don't know. But something. It, it's a policy in our office, and I think that it should be a policy in every office across the board. Is that the second deposit check must be mm-hmm. um, a certified check? You know, these checks are are large amounts, mm-hmm. and um, and we've had checks that bounce that are. Um, you know, large, to be large amounts. Supposed <laughs> to be large amounts, and closings are right around the corner. There's, I've seen a lot of tight timelines recently, um, so I'm very strict about um, receiving certified checks as as a second deposit check. Um, because you want to you want to prove that you have the money. Yeah, and and Jasmine is writing in here is absolutely because verifying your deposit clearing is part of the mortgage process. Yeah. So, so if it's taking weeks. It, well, and here's the thing is I don't understand this with the bank, and I think it's all banks. I, I love the bank that we use. So I mean, it, it has nothing to do with them. It's just the process. If because timelines are so short right now, I just want to sort of give our listeners sort of an idea of what could happen. Buyer gives us a second deposit check for $10,000, let's say, okay? We deposit it. Melissa deposits it right away. Let's just say the closing is seven days later. We still, I mean, it looks like according to Jasmine right now, she's saying that they would have to, you know, know show that proof. that Show yeah. proof that I've that had that to write letters for banks or for mm-hmm. mortgage people. I've had to write letters and sign them as the office manager saying, you know, yes, this this deposit was done on this day, and this deposit was done on this day, and they have mm-hmm. both cleared our accounts, and you know, just to verify um, that you know we have received payment. Mm-hmm. Because you won't. Sometimes we don't know if something does it bounces. We don't even know for what ten days by the time. Yeah. Because they don't send us an email. They don't send us a text. They Plus, don't pick up the phone and call us. They it's then confidential information. Yeah. They um, send it back to us in the mail though. And that could be a good solid 10 days mm-hmm. by the time for we get it back. For that entire process to for happen. that process to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is scary. So that is why the policy now at Boston Connect Real Estate is that second check has to be a certified bank check. So mm-hmm. somebody actually dropped one off today for um, Larry and Meredith Hunt, uh, sold one of their, you know, signed purchase and sales agreement for their place in Oak Point, mm-hmm. Middleborough. Um, and, the you know, the buyers don't care. I think the buyers... I think they respect that we're this strict with because yeah. we're protecting their money. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know that buyers. I mean, do you think what, it's agents that just give us a hard time because we had an agent harder. recently that I almost had to call because she um, announced that it wasn't written in the offer to purchase that it had to be a certified bank check. <laughs> so, but it does say in there that it could be like you know what I mean like they yeah. give what it could be, but that's just an agent trying to be difficult. I don't have time nor tolerance for that type of person mm-hmm. anymore. No, no, I, no. no. I'm just trying to protect everybody. That's me. <laughs> Mama Bear. <laughs> Mama Bear is just trying to protect her cubs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, 
So that is, so any other, any tidbits on that part, Melissa, because you do, you handle all that part of the money coming in. And we, one of the nice things is we can do our deposits directly in the office. Yeah. So we don't have to go to the bank and do all that. So we are able to deposit those funds. The reason why it's so important to deposit those funds right away, and we have a situation potentially coming on, come, happening with one of our clients right now. And my first question to you guys over the weekend was, was that money deposited? Mm -hmm. Because I, I need to know, I want to make sure because if they don't, the buyer doesn't meet the deadlines, they potentially lose their deposit. If we haven't taken that deposit and that deposit hasn't been deposited, <laughs> if that money hasn't been deposited, well, there's nothing there for us to say, all right, what are you well, going to do? Yeah, yeah, what do you, the buyer would be like, nah, 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 nah. like you don't yeah. have my money and mm. they can just walk away. I mean, you could bring them to court and do all that, but what does that do? It holds up the process of selling your house. Surely. So, Ben, how are we for time? Because was that five minutes or 10 minutes? It was five. Wow, wow. this is a hot topic. <laughs> Boy, we got four minutes. Screamed. Four minutes. Okay, thank you. And um, okay, so we were just talking about how much when the deposits are cashed. Okay, if I don't proceed, I'm pretending that I'm a buyer. If I don't proceed forward after my home inspection, will I receive my first deposit back? Um, yes, if you have met your contingency deadlines. Mm -hmm. if, um, if you are still within your typical 10-day um, time frame to have a satisfactory home inspection, mm -hmm. um, you don't have a satisfactory home inspection, you can get your money back. Mm -hmm. um, if the time has passed or if you have your home inspection on, say, day 10 and you're supposed to be signing purchase and sales on day 10 or day 11, you would need to ask for an extension if you still still wanted to look through your report and sort of come up with, you know, a better understanding of it. If you wanted to move forward, um, you don't have to extend and the seller doesn't have to agree to extend either. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's, that's important though. Mm -hmm. it, the fact that they don't have to agree to extend, yeah. you can mm -hmm. ask for it. That doesn't yeah. mean they have mm -hmm. to say yes. Exactly. Because they could have another buyer that put in another offer right yeah. behind you or you have a backup buyer and they could be potentially $5,000 more. And they're like, no. Yeah. Yep. They're like, Take all right. It. Yeah. So if you don't want to go yeah. forward, we have another buyer. You, so. you sort of, you have to have a reason other than I just don't want to move forward. Yep. Um, especially when it comes to like, pur like purchase and sales. You can't just be like... Yeah, you know, I'm just not feeling the neighborhood anymore. Yeah. Know. <laughs> you know, you have to have, um, you know, a reason why mm -hmm. you couldn't get financing, you couldn't get something, you can't sell your house, you, you yeah. know, you're having a hard time doing something. Yeah. So. Well, and that is the thing is people sometimes, and we had a couple situations, and I had some real life uh, situations in here where people just changed their mind. And I think we got to continue this one next Yeah, week. that people just changed their mind and they thought that they could just continue forward, and you, you cannot do that. Or, or they thought that they could withdraw and still mm -hmm. keep, get their uh, money yeah keep their deposit which your your deposit is protected as long as you are abiding by the deadlines and contingencies that you've set forth in your offer yeah. the second you deviate from that yes you are not protected anymore so it is Take sorry away. to cut you off but it's so that is it's super important to have an agent who knows mm -hmm. what and understands so timelines. Because all three of us get these notifications every single day, like commitment letter due, this mm -hmm. is due, mm -hmm. right? and we're keeping track of that. But we have had, I have had situations where it would be two days after a commitment letter is due and the buyer's agent will call me and say, oh my goodness, I just realized that I didn't get you a commitment letter or I didn't tell you that I didn't have the commitment letter. Like I, I know that their $20,000 deposit is at jeopardy. Like, can we please do an extension? 
well, my seller has to agree to it at this point, but like you just jeopardized somebody's money and mm-hmm. that, and it isn't up to us as a listing agent. There's two thoughts on this. As a listing agent, do I want to remind the buyer's agent, hey, your commitment letter is due? Because if they miss the date and they miss the extension, then that's that isn't my money to protect someone else's buyers. I'm protecting my seller. So if they don't go forward and they miss those dates, then potentially my client, who's already probably packed and has already had the moving company come and they've already done a home inspection on their own house. There's so many other things, but... Mm-hmm. Wow, to continue. that went by fast. You know what, though? We're going to have to continue this. Maybe we'll get our podcast up and running so we can extend our time a little bit, but maybe we'll continue this next week. You are listening to Talk Real Estate. You can find all of our past shows on talkrealestateradio.com. If you have any questions, give us a buzz, 781-826-8000, or go to bostonconnect.com, and you can find all of our information. And thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Very welcome, as always. Have a great night. Bye-bye, everybody.